You are now listening to the Motivational Jumpstart. Motivational Jumpstart. Motivational Jumpstart. You are now listening to the Motivational Jumpstart. Motivational Jumpstart right here on WHUS Stores. Good morning, incredible people. It's your favorite motivator from afar, Mike Mallory, with the Motivational Jumpstart right here on 91.7 FM, WHUS Stores. Good morning, good morning. What's happening? It's another day. It's another opportunity to continue to pursue excellence within, with impeccable effort. And I'm happy. I'm happy right now. It's Wednesday. Is Wednesday is another opportunity for us to continue to pursue our dreams, our goals, our ambitions. So to my listeners, let's work this morning. What are we doing? How are you going to get better every day? Every week, you know, we're on a mission to shift the culture from good to great, from great to unstoppable. And there's so many different things right now that we're trying to do to inspire you, inspire that life, bring life out of you to ultimately realize your truth and your why and your purpose and your passion for what it is that you're trying to do in the world. And I know so many people out there listen and they wonder like, wow, I don't know, I don't know what's my why. I don't, I don't know what the thing that drives me, what's my passion, what's my purpose. But listen, I don't have to know your story to know that you're special. I don't have to know your story to know that everything that you have inside of you right now is something that's gonna transform you into the best version of yourself. But it's not gonna be easy. Listen to me, it's not gonna be easy. Every week, that's what we're trying to tell you. It's not going to be easy, but the question always remains, is it going to be worth it? it? Is it going to be worth the dedication, the grit, the grind, the, 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 the focus? Everything that you're doing every single day, going to class, going to work, going to the gym, trying to pursue your dreams with, the, with, 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 with deliberate intention. And I know sometimes people listen and look at me and they're like, Mike, listen, you're crazy, bro. You're crazy. You're cra- I, don't, I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I have what it takes to, 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 to work a little bit harder. You don't understand my story. You know, you don't know where I come from. You don't know my family dynamic. But I don't have to know your story to know that you're ordained for greatness. You're ordained for greatness. This is not just motivational words that are just up, that, that, I, that, I, that I spew just to get you to, to think critically and analyze where you are today in your life. Listen, if it was easy, everybody would be a doctor. Everybody would be a lawyer. Everybody would be an engineer. Everybody would own their own business. Everybody would be a better person. But listen, it's not easy. It takes deliberate work. It takes deliberate work and action to ultimately turn yourself into the best you possible. And no, I know, I know you have some family issues, but guess what? Everything that you're going through right now is molding you for your moment. Everything that you face and every obstacle, every, te- every everything, every test is, is going to be your testimony for your next level. And so many people right now are trying to figure that out. They're trying to figure that out. But listen to me, I believe in you. I believe in you. I don't have to know your story. I don't have to know where you come from. To my East Coast people, my West Coast, Pacific, uh, uh, Pacific West Coast people, listen. Listen, I understand. It's a journey. It's a process. But this process is going to get you to be better. This process is going to allow you to to inspire the next generation because that's what we're trying to do what's good if we all make it to the mountaintop and we don't have nobody with us so what are we doing each and every day to ensure that our legacy is not only going to live today but it's going to live forever it could be just words it could be words i could be crazy i've been known to be crazy but listen 
right now is a golden opportunity. But you have the power to choose. You have the power to choose how great you want to be. And then once you decide, it's time for you to go get it. That's my motivational rant for this morning. But like we love to do on the motivational jumpstart before I jumpstart your morning with my incredible guests. Let's jumpstart your morning with that passion hunger drive right here on WHUS stores. All right. Welcome back to the motivational jumpstart right here on 91.7 FM WHUS stores. That was that passion hunger drive by one of the legends in the game, Malik Champlain, a great, great motivational speaker out there in the world. But I'm excited right now because I have incredible guests on the line calling, calling from Texas. And I, I, hopefully I'm not about to put my foot in my mouth. Hopefully everything is going well with technology is my great, great guest, Miss Tanisha Terry on the line right now. I'm here. I'm here. Good morning. How are you? Doing well, and you? I am doing incredible. So, well, before I get into your rock starness and we jumpstart an incredible interview, is it okay if I read a little bit of your bio? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Let me do just a little bit of it because, yeah, you know, I was Googling. Big Cousin Google was telling the business about your life story, and I was like, okay, we could be here for a week you know, reading your credentials. But um, Tanisha Terry is a 24-year-old Houston native with a lot to say. She is a nurse, a mentor, and a self-proclaimed girl boss, hashtag girl boss, uh, who believes in having her cake and eating it too. She attended Stephen F. Austin State University School of Nursing in East Texas. After graduating, she moved home and accepted a position at the number one hospital in Texas, Houston Methodist. At Methodist, she works in the newborn nursery and a neonatal intensive care unit. She is a carefree young adult by day and a passionate neonatal nurse by night. The incredible, remarkable Miss Tanisha Terry. How are you doing this morning? Doing good, doing good. Absolutely. So we're going to jump right into it because I know you're a busy woman out there in the world doing incredible things. So what I like to do on the, on the motivational jump, so I love to start off with having our guests tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what makes you come alive. What inspires you, girl? Okay. So, um, again, Tanisha Terry, 24 years old. Um, I'm just the average young adult by day. I enjoy hanging out with my friends, brunching, happy hour, having fun, working out. And three to four days a week, I morph into this passionate neonatal nurse who enjoys bringing babies into this world. So that's what I do. That's who I am. Um, What inspires me? What makes me come alive? I think um, most importantly, my family. They have been my rock throughout this entire process. They've been with me um, and inspired me to go after everything that I want in life. They've always encouraged any dream that I ever have. my friends keep me motivated, so like-minded young women like myself, they keep me going, keep those intellectual juices flowing, um, and they've been my rock through it all as well. Wow, that is incredible, and obviously the role that you serve professionally is definitely an, is, is, is an important role, so definitely kudos to you. So take the listeners back, Tanisha. Like you, you're doing all these incredible things in the world, but take the listeners back before the you now, present day you. You know, mm-hmm. what's a little bit of your story? Like, like how, how did Tanisha get to where she is today? Okay, so um, as I speak about on my blog, um, Black Girls, White Coats, I am the baby of four siblings. So throughout my life, I was kind of made to be independent, this independent woman. Um, the summer before my eighth grade year, when my older siblings were away at work and my parents were away at work, 
I was responsible for taking care of my grandfather in his elderly days and in his last days. I would do those little things like prepare his meals, get him ready for his showers, and, you know, go get the newspaper for him, read it to him, help him find those stations on the TV that he wanted to watch and things of that nature. And he always thanked me for doing those little tasks with him and told me that I would be his little nurse. Um, my grandmother was a nurse as well as my mother, who is still currently a nurse. So it's kind of always in my family, you know, line to be a nurse. And so he always called me his little nurse. And I said, Dad, Grandpa, you know I'm not going to be a nurse. Like, that's not for me. That's not what I want to do. Um, that summer we buried him, and I could literally hear him saying, thank you, my little nurse, just thanking me for everything that I had done for him that summer. And it was then that I knew that, lo and behold, I was put on this earth to serve. I was made to be a nurse. And so that's what I did. I graduated from high school with my heart set on being that little nurse that he always knew I would be. Um, later went on to attend Stephen F. Austin State University in Nacogdoches, Texas, where I fulfilled that dream. Wow, that is profound. And I think one one thing that I love to do on this show, I love for people to tell their truth. And that's why I like to ask that question, because we talk about purpose. We talk about legacy. It's funny how, you know, the loved ones that we have and the important role and impact that they play in our life and the, the role that we, you know, just growing up on, uh, you know, underneath them and whatnot. And to just say that, you know, you were there in those moments and. You know, to now see that you're living that legacy, you can just hear those words that keep you inspired, keep you doing the incredible things that you're doing. It's like, wow, my little nurse is out there in the world doing these incredible things. So I know kudos to you. I know he's smiling down on you. Your family is proud of you. But that's that's incredible. That's incredible. You. So, you know, you go to high school and you're doing all of these different things. You know, and it's funny, right? Being on a college campus, Tanisha, and you know how it is, right? Sometimes you're trying to navigate through this beautiful thing we call life. And all t sometimes, you know, it's like wait i mean i know maybe i want to be a nurse but i possibly might have wanted to be an engineer was there anything else throughout that journey or was it always after those those impactful experiences in your past it was like nope listen i'm, I'm rocking out with this i'm gonna I'm live this life of service and i'm gonna just surround myself with other gurus out there in other industries like what was that process mm -hmm. like um just like you said surrounding myself with those that had um, like-minded goals or those who had already achieved those goals was very important, very vital in me um, in my success. Um, but did I have those moments of doubtness? Of course, absolutely. Um, had several obstacles, several people that told me that I couldn't do it. Maybe I wouldn't amount to it. Maybe I should, you know, lessen my dreams or take longer to achieve my goals. But I didn't believe that in my heart. I never let those things get to my heart, and I appreciate that. Um, I had, I have other passions. I have other dreams. I have other things that I love to do. I love decorating. Um, I love planning things. So I thought about maybe should I be this event coordinator? Should I be an interior design? But one thing that I saw from other nurses in my life and that I love is that the nursing industry gives you the flexibility and our schedules allow us to also achieve those things so just as I am um, a nurse three or four times days a week I have those other days where I can do anything that my heart desires and I love that so um, I'm working on those platforms and continuing to sow into my passion of um, decorating and interior designing and I think I love that part about nursing let you do whatever you want to do so you can you can have your job and live the dream too so I encourage others to do that as well 
Awesome, awesome. So you, you touched a little bit. You know, I want to probe you a little bit. And you was like so many people out there. You know, Tanya, what, what we like to say, and I'm pretty sure you're not new to this terminology, this colloquial terminology, haters. They had some haters in your life that was telling you, listen, you can't become a nurse. These obstacles. Talk a little bit about what maybe some certain experiences or certain individuals, not saying that you're about to be a whistleblower and call out professor such and such or X, Y, Z, but just just what, what, what were some of those unique experiences experiences maybe that you were at your lowest moment and you were trying to figure out like wow can I really become that little nurse that you know that that Gramps always want, wanted for me that I could hear that that echo that voice you know like what, what were some of those experiences and then how were you able to say listen I'm gonna take those wood words throw it onto my fire and I'm gonna keep grinding for my ultimate purpose in life absolutely um, um I speak on the story all the time it's my kind of like famous story um, through nursing school is that my first semester of nursing school, the very first exam of the semester, I made a 64 on the test, lowest grade in the class. Um, it was then that my professor called me into my office, sat me down, I looked at the stats, we looked at the class average, we looked at how poorly I had performed on that exam, um, and she let me know that each exam for the rest of the semester would get a little bit harder with the cumulative final at the end. Um, in nursing school and my nursing school and several nursing schools across the state, a 75 is passing. These don't get degrees in nursing school. Mm. So in order to pass that class with a 75, I needed an 84 on every exam leading up into the final, and I needed to make that or higher on the final as well. Um, she let me know that the options were very stacked against me. She said that it was in my best interest to go ahead and drop, you know, that semester of nursing school and kind of, do the whole process, apply again, pray I get in, and try it again next semester. I went home that day, cried my eyes out, and then 24 hours later, I bounced back. And that's kind of my little rule to myself. I don't let anything get to me more than 24 hours. So I gave myself that night, and the next morning I woke up determined, and I knew that I was going to get it. And I just did just that. Um, each exam, like she said, did get harder, but I became more resilient through that process. Um, I made sure that I got the grades that I needed. Um, aced the final and went on to pass that class and graduate from that school of nursing with honor. Let's park it right there because so many people, and I'm pretty sure you might have had friends or other individuals that you've known along the way that, you know, when, when a professor calls you into their office and you're so young and you're so, you know, so, so ambitious and you, you want to make your family proud and you're trying to figure out this new experience of college and they say, listen, I'm not trying to target you. But statistically speaking, it's going to be an uphill mm -hmm. battle for you. And mm -hmm. honestly, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your money, with your time. But, you know, listen, you might as well go ahead, drop, reevaluate this. You know, mm -hmm. maybe nursing is not for you. And so many people at that moment quit, Tanisha. So many people mm -hmm. at that moment quit. But you say, you know what, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay for me to cry my eyes out. It's okay for me to go through that moment. But 24 hours later, guess what, I'm going to bounce back. And you mm -hmm. don't have no idea the type of woman that you're dealing with this black girl magic has just officially been activated and i'm about to not only ace this final and do what i need to do i'm gonna graduate so mm -hmm. how would you talk to students right now that's listening all across the country from your area just saying yeah okay that was a major obstacle that so many people unfortunately are like you know what i'm gonna just go ahead and quit they write the haters won you know but you said no nah, i'm gonna mm -hmm. do something different like what would you say mm -hmm. to them um First, I think what was big for me was drawing back to my source, and I know who my help comes from. That was my faith. So leaning on the Lord and mm -hmm. letting, um, 
let, like you said, letting myself become vulnerable, letting that, letting me know that I need to lean on him, that I need to lean on him. I called my family for that support, for those words of encouragement, for that push. I probably spoke to my mom <laughs> before every single exam for those little words of encouragement, and I needed that. Um, a big quote that stuck with me that I plastered on my wall above my desk was on every front of the binder for all of my classes and books and in my phone and everywhere was my favorite quote that says, never let success get to your head and never let failure get to your heart mm. and that meant a lot to me so what that said is um you know every exam that i did do a little better on and things like that it kept me going it kept me motivated i never let that get to my head i never let that let me slack off i knew that i need to keep pushing that you know the end was near and then never let failure get to your heart so it's like i couldn't let those words that that professor or many others are people looking at me thinking man how's she gonna do that man you made a 64 in the first exam that's the easiest one each one gets harder how are you gonna do that i couldn't let that failure get to my heart and i think about it all the time i say what if i would have listened to her what if i would have dropped that class what if i never would have graduated from that school i don't know where my life would be and i don't want to know what it would be i'm just thankful that i made it through Mm, powerful words. I love that. I think I think so many students out there. If you do, if you have a, a sticky notes, if you have a phone, doodle it. I think that that quote is so profound. Never let success get to your head. Never let failure get to your heart. Because it's real every single day. And mm -hmm. I think now that we're being inundated with technology and all of these different imagery and and, and, and visuals and so much time, people we, it's like life is this emotional roller coaster. But if you could just be reminded yeah. with whatever that self affirmation or positive quote that you can stick to and hold to. Something simple as let never let success get to your head, never let failure get to your heart, and then remind Absolutely. yourself every single day. Listen, listen to me, girl. Listen, we about to go into this exam, and we about to work. We about to work. Mm -hmm. We about to work. So, no kudos to you. So, you're going through the process. You bounce back. You know, you did something. What I love to say on this show, I want people to do. It's more than just talking. Yo, sometimes you got to surround yourself with those positive mm -hmm. uh, 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 bits of information. So, you put it on every binder, on your on your desk, all of these things. You surrounded yourself with this mentality. Um, but you made it through, and then now you graduate. You're over overcome that obstacle family proud and now you got to transition into the the quote-unquote real world but another step closer to walking into your your purpose your passion how has it been being in the medical industry um the number one word i can use is it's been an honor it's really been as cliche as it sounds a dream come true um especially as a neonatal nurse like I am so I deal with the babies mm -hmm. um, I attend deliveries I work in the neonatal intensive care unit which is where the sick babies are um, and I can't even describe what it's like to be able to care for newborn babies when their parents aren't able to or to see those as a night nurse I see the parents come in during the day or during the evening they feed their children you know they bond with them and then there's a time where they have to separate from them and that's, that's huge. I think we take that for granted. I think people, you know, see all the glitz and glamours of the L&D world and the um, neonatal world. And even the, the parents themselves come in with this picture of how they expect things to be. They expect to deliver a baby and two to three days later walk out with their baby and be with their baby 24-7 for several days or weeks that are to come. And when all that is changed and all of a sudden they're being discharged from the hospital without you know, their baby that they just cared for for nine months. That's a big, that takes a big emotional toll on them. And I just think it's an honor that they're able to trust me when they say, all right, Tanisha, take good care of her. Take good care of him tonight. We trust you. I mean, that's indescribable.
Wow. Wow. And, and I mean, and I think it, it, it's a credit to not only just your hard work of knowing what you know, but also, you know, speaking on that. Right. And being able to say, no, these experiences that I'm that I'm engaged in right now is not only transformational for me, but it's also something that I think so many people see the glitz and glamours, but they don't know the unfortunate, you know, downsides of, the, of, of these things that impact my world, but impact the worlds of so many other people. So I guess kind of take it from that. What would you say is the power of of individuals being are showing empathy out there to the world because everybody has a story and especially individuals who, you know, who, who, who are trying to have their first child or their second child and, and the unfortunate mm-hmm. instances of life that you are seeing and that you're going through that emotional journey with these families, you know, what, what, what is the power of empathy? Like what world, how does it serve, you know, uh, its place in your world? And what would you say to individuals out there to make sure that it's okay to show a level of empathy to others? Cause you don't really know their story. Absolutely. Um, I think that's what makes nursing so real. I mean, there's a lot of science behind it. I took several science classes. I passed several exams. I know several calculations. I know several formulas, medications, all that in my head. And that's one hat that we wear as a nurse, but there's a there's several other hats that we wear as well. And I think that hat of um, empathy is important as well. You have to be empathetic to these um, parents or to these families and you have to show that you are loving you are caring that you do this with passion i tell myself all that that all the time do it with passion or not at all Mm -hmm. so i have to show um those emotions to the parents and let them know that they can trust me and that that comes with building trust you build a very strong relationship with these families after um being their nurse for their babies um for several days or weeks and sometimes even months at a time so i think that's important to show those emotions show that emotional side of you so that you let these um, patients and patient family members know that you are with them through this process. Wow, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. I appreciate you for sharing that. So now you, you're doing these incredible things in the world and serving this impactful, you know, a place within the hospital and the neonatal unit. But what is it also like for you as a black woman, right? I kind of mm-hmm. advertise it as, you know, I've you and my next incredible guest is just these incredible, remarkable black women doing incredible things in the world. Black girl magic, hashtag it, all of these great things. But what has it been like for you? Mm-hmm. Because I, I would say, not from its own level of naivety, but in certain spaces that we are able to ascend to, you know, sometimes we find ourselves as as the only, right, or one mm-hmm. of a few. So what has it been like for you, you know, uh, whatever you feel, you know, inspired to share? Yeah. So growing up, um, my mom and dad always had me involved. I was always put into things. I grew up in cheerleading and dancing and Girl Scouts and in um, the choir and in the orchestra. I always did things that weren't really the norm for our culture, you know. Um, So I'm used to being that token black girl. Um, And I'm glad that I learned at an early age to stand on that platform, okay. I don't use that to my disadvantage. I don't go into the hospital and think that I am the token black girl or I am the the young black nurse. I don't see myself as that. I'm mm-hmm. Nisha Terry, BSN, RSN, and people respect that. Mm. Okay, so I use, I don't take it for granted. I understand that, yes, young African-American girls are looking up to me, and they do see that um, I did it, and they can too, and I love that. But I don't use that as a crutch. I never put myself down. I never see myself as any less than my counterpart, and I think that's important. 
Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Snaps, fingers, all that good <laughs> stuff. Shout out to your parents. Your parents probably were like, listen, Tanisha, you're not getting in no trouble. You're going to be over-involved <laughs> with everything. So Definitely. <laughs> shout out to your parents. So in a quick segue, so now you're doing all these things, your your power, your beauty, your grace, you know, your intellectual, you know, savviness. And now you say, you know what? I want to create this. I want to create this blog. I want to create black girls, white coats. Why? Like, <laughs> where, where, where were you at? Where were you sitting at you know probably working the night shift doing something you were like you know what this is i want to i want to start telling my story to uplift and inspire other people what was that Mm -hmm. moment talk us through that process that's really what it was about um i just released a blog about two weeks ago okay um january 16th as a matter of fact Mm -hmm. and but before that it had been a dream for a year okay Mm -hmm. um i didn't know how i was going to do it but i always knew that i would do it um, I never knew the type of woman that I wanted to be, but I knew that I was going to become that woman. Um, so Black Girls, White Coats, it's about just girl bossing, young young <laughs> women inspiring other young women to be everything that we want to be in life. I want women to know that we are beautiful and powerful beyond mm-hmm. measure and that you can do it all. Um, it took me two months to really get the ball rolling and creating anything um, because I felt like I needed a title. And I went through several things, uh, some things with my name in it and things like that. But when I, when the Lord gave me the title, Black Girls, White Coats, I knew that that was it. Because um, I've always been inspired by black women in the healthcare profession. I always wanted to be that, and that's just what I became. So I love the title. I think the title speaks to um, those like myself those that want to be in the industry that I'm in. And it also, um, the tagline, the a nursing and lifestyle blog for the everyday girl boss, that speaks to the fact that I want to reach all the women out there. You know, it's not just about nurses, but some people can take a little bit from everything that I speak on on my blog. Absolutely. So just a little bit within stating that, what is some of the content that you have on there now, some things that people can look forward to just as you continue to uh, 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 ramp up the blog? Yes. Okay. So we have... Four columns that I write under, the first one being nursing. So that's me just telling my story, um, saying what it's like in the everyday life of being a nurse. Um, So that's a little fun column. The next column I have is the events column. So um, as a nurse, I attend several conferences, galas, things like that. So people can expect to see pictures and little content from there, as well as, like I said, um, I like to plan things. I'm a little bit of a self-proclaimed event planner as well so (laughs) look forward to like those little parties that i plan um my girlfriend's little birthday brunches and bachelorette parties just all that fun stuff is there um in addition to my travel column um as nurses and i think several young adults we love to travel Mm -hmm. so i want to provide those travel guides and fun pictures and stories from my experiences and then lastly i have my lifestyle column and that's kind of the anything goes that's where i share my struggles of adulthood and i think people can several people can relate to that i'll talk about relationships i'll talk about current events um and things of that nature so it's fun wow powerful powerful stuff and i think it's you know kudos to you and, and i think sometimes timing is everything but it's also the oh, plan yeah. of action that we have to do so just to hear that you said you had this idea for a year you know and you had to to to, to wrestle with it you had to figure out a plan a strategy go through the process and to the listeners out there life is a process i wish it was just that easy to say listen let me get a domain and just start working and and, and putting content out it's like no i need to actually put a plan together and you know kind of to to speak to your 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 faith and all that it's not always our time it's god's time and you know and i think uh it's an awesome thing i've been on the blog uh and 
is, is awesome. That's why I wanted to have you on the show. And I guess to, to ask the, the last question within this, this, this quick piece for the essence of time is, how can more women who look like you, you know, say, you know what, I, I want to I, I wanna be able to put out stuff to, so I can inspire the next generation of, of girls to want to be nurses, want to be doctors, or want to be girl bosses. That's a fire hashtag, by the way. But, you know, <laughs> it's not about me. It's about you. Um, so what, what are some things that they can start, you know, looking within themselves to say, you know, I really want to be able to inspire, you know, this next generation? Absolutely. Um, I always think one of my favorite scriptures is Luke 12 and 48, and it says, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm. So, I, I rest on that, and I, I have to remember that, that the Lord has blessed me with so much. The community has blessed me with so much. My parents have sown so much into me. It will be a shame for me not to honor them by serving others and by building this platform. And so I applaud young adults like myself who want to do the same thing. Uh, the, the ways of doing it is really whatever your heart desires, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, you have to see to, um, to fulfillment. So whether it's... Um, building a blog or just telling your story. I have a one of my fellow nurses and good girlfriends of mine. She attends several career days at schools and speaks to um, young people. And I think it's about that. And number one, most importantly, I think it's about being a role model and remembering that we don't take that hat as a nurse off when I leave the unit. Mm-hmm. I am that 24-7. I have to remember I have a brand. I have you know, whether I know it or not, people are looking at me. So I have to watch my speech. I watch my character. So just walking in that 24-7 and being a role model to young people, I think, speaks volume to your character and to who you are. Wow. Wow. Proud, profound right there. Great advice. And, and, and you're doing it. You're doing it every single day. And to the listeners out there, as you continue to find your why, your purpose, the thing that it, that's going to catapult you from good to great, great to unstoppable and realizing that integrity, that legacy, you know, you have to be reminded every single day that, yes, people are looking at you and potentially mm-hmm. trying to model themselves after you. And, you know, sometimes we just have to own it because we have to do for this generation what the last one did for us. So, uh, yeah. wow, that is so profound to me. So, so before you, before I let you go, because I know you're busy, um, I, to the listeners out there, I challenged Tanisha to drop some bars, some motivational bars for you before she left. Are you still down to give some motivational advice before you leave? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so like we like to do, every great individual, professor, you know, celebrity who's been on the show, they, they go through this segment. So let's introduce the segment really quick right here on the Motivational Jumpstart. You have so you think takes. you have what it takes? What it takes to what inspire, it takes to generation. inspire generation? Words to words inspire. To inspire. To influence. To influence. To motivate. To motivate. Words for the soul. Words for the soul. We'll step right up. We'll step right and up. Enter and enter. The motivation. The motivational freestyle. freestyle. All right, Miss Tanisha Terry, you are now on the motivational freestyle. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So the students out there that's listening say, you know what? I wish I could become a nurse. But, you know, that first class that she mentioned in her segment, I, that was me. I, I made the 64, and I don't know how to overcome that battle. Inspire them. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest words of wisdom I can use is, oh, what if you fail? But, oh, darling, what if you fly? And that's been my inspiration through several things, through all those obstacles that I spoke of, those that you'll never know about me and those that I speak about on the blog and releasing the blog. I've had to remind myself of that. What if you fail? What do you have to lose? I have to ask myself that all the time, teacher. What do you have to lose? What are you going to do? Embarrass yourself? What are you going to do? Let people know that, oh, you were in nursing school and all of a sudden you're not. you got to keep pushing because 
Yes, what if you fail? You have to live with those minor things. But, oh, my darling, what if you fly? What if you achieve those dreams? What if you really become the nurse? What if you become the first black nurse in your family? What if you become the nurse that several thousands of women look up to and listen to? What if you become that pharmacist that you've always dreamed of? What if you go on to be a doctor and save so many lives? What if you have the cure to cancer? You know, what if you become the president of the United States? Someone is depending on your legacy. The profession is depending on you. You got to keep pushing. Mm, and my last one for you. So I get that. I get that. I got to keep pushing. But but wow, I'm just I'm just really dealing with so many in the personal uh, situations right now. And, and I have people I'm surrounded with right now that don't believe me. And I, I know I should change my circle, my circle right now. But it's hard for me to get rid of people that, that are that are that are tearing me down. Inspire them. I think pain is temporary and pride is forever. So it's like, um, like you spoke about earlier on the segment when we were coming into the show, it said there is no plan B. I reminded myself of that as well. Um, there were several things that I missed out on by going to nursing school, okay? I missed out on relationships, parties, seeing my niece and nephew grow up, attending their events, um, everything, being in clubs, organizations that I may have wanted to do in college. I had to friendship. I had to put all of that aside to remember this is my plan A. This is my one shot, okay? Am I going to make it or not? So I think it becomes a point where you just are so passionate. You're so on fire, again, surrounding yourself by people like my individual is very important for that reason. You have to be so focused and oriented to know that all of that is going to be there. My mom taught me that all the time. She said, she said all those parties, all those vacations, all that fun, is still going to be there when you graduate. And not only is it going to be there, but you're going to have more money to do it right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're going to drop the mic right there. Any last words you want to get? I appreciate you for calling in. You're definitely a friend to the show. So we're definitely going to have you back as you just continue to progress in your life and your profession. I'm a resource. So what are your last words for the listeners out there? Anything is possible for those that believe. Mm. Short, sweet, and simple. Well, Miss Tanisha Terry, thank you for calling in to the show. Your words have not only been uplifting and inspiring, but as so many people, you know, just going from some of my feeds right here in studio, are just been blessed by your words. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we will definitely talk with you soon. And to the listeners on the Motivational Jumpstart, we're going to take a quick break really quick, and we will be back with our next incredible guest right here on the Motivational Jumpstart.